be on it. I'm just get it, get it. I'm be like. Okay, never mind. What's up, y'all? It's another episode of Cut Different Hashtag Cut Different on all social media platforms and all streaming platforms or networks, however you want to say it. Um, it's your boy G, George, and Trisha's son. And we got Nick in here. What's going on? Yeah, he don't say much. <laughs> he don't say much. <laughs> you like the Russell Simmons of the show. <laughs> God bless. Good night. <laughs> we got a we got a guest in here, a special guest. Um, he hails from Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> My brother Mushe. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, peace, peace, people. What's going on? This uh, it's been a while since I've been on these radio waves. You may know me from the Spiritual Warfare Radio Show, brought forth to you by Israelite Heritage Radio Network. That's old school, man. That's back, shoot, man, ten, twenty years ago. Yeah. But you know, my name is Moshe, Moshe Yisrael, and um, hey, man, I'm happy to be here and uh, catching the vibes with the brothers. So, man, let's get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what I'm talking about. It. We got a professional. <laughs> uh, we're a little, little guitarist. That's <laughs> all love, man. That's all love. So today we gonna we gonna talk about some stuff, and we gonna go over some stuff, and we gonna do some stuff. Y'all with us? Did yeah. we lose them with that? <laughs> no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I don't know if you're talking to us or the. Uh, no, I'm talking <laughs> to them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Making sure they on their p's and q's. Got you, got you, got you, got you. But uh. What's up, Nick? How 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 y'all week was? Um, mine was pretty good. Same old, same old. You know, worked not too hard this week. Well, a little hard, but I had a lot of people help me. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. help was always good. So, yeah, so. the village. Yeah, you need the village. How was your week, bro? Man, I can't complain, man. You know, it's been a blessing. You know, every day we wake up, you got another day to fix up or foul up what you did the day before. So, man. you know, hey, yesterday is gone, and tomorrow might not get here. So let's enjoy the day. Clean slate. <laughs> That's it. Clean slate. Yeah. So. Well, what about you? Oh, oh, me? Yeah. I had an interesting week. Every it's, week is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he says interesting. Every week. It's an interesting week. All right. <laughs> it was interesting. I learned. I grew. And, right. and, and take one of your words. I filed up. But, okay. you know, hey, man, we human. Yeah. We are human. You know what? That's interesting that you said, you you know, admitting it, being being accountable. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the things that we had spoken about before, you know, when I was in the chair and you was cutting it. Just, it seems like, you know, people don't want to be accountable. Right. You right. know, if you mess up. We call them people women. Ah. Oh, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. What's like, that? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But, yeah, man, I think if more people just were accountable for things you know just mm-hmm. it, it's okay to say i messed up yeah, yeah you know in this age of instant everything you right. know instant gratification people want stuff you want it but you don't want to put in the work for it mm-hmm. you know like my dad always say man anything worth having is worth fighting for Absolutely. and you got to fight to keep it you right. know what i'm saying and that's in all aspects of life man right. you know from marriage to friendships you know what i'm saying yeah. like mm-hmm. you know sports teams you know what i'm saying they out there every day practicing you know mm-hmm. they they, you know, they're working and perfecting their craft, and right. life is the ultimate test. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, right everything right here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything you go through is, is preparation for something. For yeah. sure, you can use it in all those areas: work, mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. any type of relationship, marriage, friendship, no doubt, family. You can use it in all those areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to keep my eyes open, you know, and, and absorb. 
For sure. I know this is for something. No matter how hard it gets, time, mm-hmm. time always mm-hmm. weighs. It, it's 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 like a a, a cousin. You okay. know what I mean? That time is gonna make you. Mm-hmm. If you so mad, <laughs> if you mad today and you mad tomorrow, you did that shit on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's your choice. I was told to go with that. I always told my boys or you know people in general was going through this thing. I'm like, man, listen here. I make life easier. I always tell myself every day is a new day. For sure. Like, don't let yesterday's problem carry over today. Because mm-hmm. then after that, it's on you. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you're mad about something today. You should only be mad about it for about, you know. If it's something tragic, understandable. But, you know, if oh, it's yeah. something like, you know. It still girl hurt less fight, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you lose someone, it hurt less tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Every day is a new day, man. You got to. Yeah. Life doesn't stop, so you shouldn't either, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I always tell people, like, hey, man. They be like, man, how you just do this and you always happy? I'm like, every day is a new day. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Yeah, I man. wake up or, like, or hey. you can put a button on that. Winston Churchill, mm-hmm. when you're going through hell, keep going. Right. Yeah. Right. It's going to end somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's an exit door on the other side of this madness. For sure. So, speaking of uh, beasts. Drake and uh, Biden are beefing. <laughs> Joe Biden? Yeah, Sleepy Joe. No, I right. <laughs> Joe. 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 Uh, oh, Trump. No, the rapper. The rapper. Drake. Oh, Joe Budden, the Joe rapper. Budden. Oh, oh okay, Joe okay. Budden. Oh, Joe Budden and Drake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, Joe, Joe Budden. Biden. Oh, see, God, I tried right. to take your cue, and I messed up. <laughs> I was trying to show I'm professional. I said, they, I'm always like, Joe Budden, they beefing too. I just got briefed on it. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. I'm like, hold on, we got to talk about this one. <laughs> so what's the beef between them? What is, uh, what's, the, what's the deal? Listen, I, me personally, I don't don't really follow too much on like celebrity beef mm. but i just seen the post going crazy today drake had this long speech on joe biden how oh man i see why you switched careers because your rap career was bs okay. and, and you know it was. yeah he yeah. was like nobody's hanging up your jersey we don't even know your number right and right. i was like right. damn hold on yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you just woke yeah. up today and you just felt like i don't know i think joe budden may have said something right about like you know you know, he has a podcast, so, you know, just like right. doing what we're doing, like right. talking. Right, right. And I guess he heard it. Of course, Joe Budden has a, you know, right. bigger platform. Drake bigger is platform. a troll. Yeah, he's the biggest troll out there. Him, 6 9 Yeah. But I can yeah. say this about, uh, I don't think Drake want, Drake want to keep pushing him, though, because Joe is actually a much better lyricist. He don't right. want that. Yeah. Right. I mean... I, I'm not a Drake fan by far. No, but, I'm not. Because that's that boy. He used to be uh, on that Disney yeah, uh, um, TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah, the The Grassy. Yeah. 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 And see, that's the thing, man. I'm sorry. That, no, let, let me just go ahead and be the angry man <laughs> real quick, man. No, man. Cause, um, to it. <laughs> right, right. There was a, a Drink Champs. Drink Champs, uh, you know, it's a mm-hmm. similar thing. Nori, and I don't know the other guy's name. but yeah, DJNF. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I watched it, uh, the recent one, well, not the most recent one, but with the one where they had Special Ed on there. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I like Special Ed. Love you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ed. I grew up listening to that and what they would call uh, conscious rap, I guess, for lack of a better explanation. Mm-hmm. And he said something on there. And a lot of these people, since we, you know, talk about social media and platforms and the energy yeah. that you put out and stuff, if you listen to his whole interview, 
you'll see and you'll get it in full context what he said. He talked about the destruction of our community beginning with the whole gangster rap thing with NWA. And he said NWA in particular. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of the YouTube uh, people or whatever they, you know, Mm -hmm. they had videos and stuff like that. They just did some clickbait type stuff and said special ed destroyed. You said that uh, NWA destroyed hip hop and it wasn't even like that. But see, that's the thing, man. Why can't we just come? And I like what they did because he actually uh, got with Daz, Corrupt, and uh, a couple other brothers on a Zoom. And they handled it like men. They didn't go back and forth on the internet and all of that stuff, all these beefs and wars and stuff like that. There was a misunderstanding. Like men, they came together and talked it out, and now they're going to move forward. But, you know, the greater point is, why is it that when someone speaks the truth about a certain thing, Mm -hmm. in this case, the destruction of our people Mm -hmm. via, you know what I'm saying, outside influences, because Mm -hmm. that's what it was. Now, I like NWA, you know, growing up. I didn't like a lot of their music, but I respected it when they first came out because Mm -hmm. they called it reality rap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, certain outside influences got involved in it, i.e. Jerry Heller. You know what I'm saying? And they perpetuated negative stereotypes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, F the police and all of that stuff, man. And so... I still running to to this day. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So I got what the brother was saying, but, you know, these... People who clout chasers or whatever you want to call them, they, you know, get they they got their channels and stuff like that. And then they just take the clickbait and they got a hot take for it. Exactly. As Mm -hmm. opposed to taking your time and giving a thoughtful explanation about any given situation. Yeah. I like to think that if that happened, well, since that did happen, Mm -hmm. I I credit that to Special Ed. He's always been a stand up man. Mm -hmm. He's always been a stand up guy. So. My, my my take on stuff like that, I mean, it ain't always the powers that be or or, or AKA the white man right. that has fully put his hand well his knee on our necks. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that we deal with on the day to day in our community mm-hmm. is because of the stuff that we do. It's a result of how we handle our households, how we handle exactly. our communities. I agree. The energy we put out in our music and our movies, the things we talk about the things we applaud. Right. Yes, the pictures always, we post. Yeah. Right. The, the music thing. we listen to. Yeah. I always right. go back to, like, when when I graduated, mm-hmm. how there was barely any family members there. Right. When my cousin got out of jail, mm. everybody was there. Yeah. Mm. Even my grandma passed by in the car. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't get out and party, but she passed by and said, what's up to us? Yeah. Right. You know, checking yeah. on us. But I can count on, you know, I, can, I won't run out of fingers. Right. If I counted how many people attended my graduation, graduation yeah. mm-hmm. we we celebrate the dude that went to jail and got out of jail, or, yeah. or right. he bought a, bought some dope right. dope Lord stuff thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we don't we don't say nothing about when we doing positive things. Yeah, NWA. If you listen to their lyrics, mm-hmm. even though it was reality rap, mm-hmm. that was a lot of bad energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It perpetuated a lot of bad stuff yeah. in our community. Oh yeah, and it wasn't just them. Right, no. right, right. It wasn't just them. Right. <laughs> And and we went from I, I feel like every, even NWA everybody had a little bit of conscience mm-hmm. consciousness in their rap because they, they did express yourself yeah you know yeah that was enough that was a good one that they did and they did the West Coast version of um, we all in the same game we yeah, all in the same yeah, game yeah. that was their self destruction right 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 yeah and oh, so yeah. they you know we all had that now. I remember one time I was willing to put up five hundred to a thousand get a bunch of local rappers. Yep. In the studio to remake self destruction. Mm. Nobody was feeling that. 
Really? Nobody's feeling like life. Yeah. We like it how it is. Yep. Right. Killing. Right. Robbing, stealing, drugs. Right. And we, we've learned, even if we, we think about the Rick Ross story, mm-hmm. the real one. The real one. Right, right. Freeway. We think about that. Yeah, right. freeway. Right. If we, if we think about that, drugs was, 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 was a plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In our communities to destroy the mm-hmm. structure yeah. of our homes right. and our relationships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, as well as some other stuff. Right. So we know all of this stuff, but we 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 take it, we we embody it. Right. You know, right. kind of like what we did the word nigga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We right. embody like mm. to this day, I probably tell somebody, yeah, I'm a, you know, N I W G A. That's <laughs> that's how that's how I identify a lot because I I embodied that. Yeah. I was that. You yeah. know what I mean? But right. if you think about a lot of the things that we, we hold dear, yeah. mm-hmm. nah, man. Right. It don't yeah. hold no nah, value. Yeah. Right. It, it depreciates. It depreciates. Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And that, what you just said was real deep because that's kind of the story of my, you know, how I got the name Moshe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Moshe Israel. Because as a young man, you know, growing up, you know, and being born and raised on the west side of Chicago, and then in '89, moving west side. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't say that. Hey, out of Chicago, baby. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? You know. But what I experienced when you know moving to the suburbs, you know, in this case in Bolingbrook, back in uh, back in '89, and just seeing that whole paradigm shift, seeing a you know a, a shift in how people live. Now, granted, my parents they provided for me. My father mm-hmm. provided for us, five of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He worked all day and came home. You know, my mama had, you know, meals ready and all of that stuff. So right. I grew up within a tight family structure. But like, you know, getting back to what you said, you know, as I grew older and I was searching for my own identity, you know, I, I love the uh, the conscious rap in the early 80s. Right. You know what I'm saying? Moni Love, Tribe Called Quest, the Jungle Brothers, you know. Uh, Don't forget Five yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I love that woman. And, you know, my walk spiritually is aligned with my study and seeking out who I was as a person. You know, we know how we got here. Right. You know what I'm saying? 1619, they brought the slave ships over here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Jamestown, Virginia. And we've been here since. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so seeking out information, seeing, you know, why we were brought over here, seeing, you know, under, um, you know, how it was uh how it was allowed to happen, that gave me more spiritual insight. And that started my search on, you know, trying to figure out who I am and who we are as a people. Because like you said, with the word nigga, you know what I'm saying? If you, there is no substance there. You know what I'm saying? At first, you know, we were called Negroes and, you know, niggas and blacks, African-Americans, whatever it is. Those aren't identities. You know what I'm saying? So in my search, I found the Israelite way. And in understanding what the Israelite way is, it's not a religion, but it's a lifestyle. It's how you live. It's how you mm-hmm. treat people. You know what I'm saying? And so getting back to the whole conscious and the whole degradation of our community, man, just seeing, like you said, you wanted to get some young brothers and sisters together, some rappers together and remake that uh, that we all in the same gang of the self-destruction. Man, that's dope. But unfortunately, because of the mindset of our people, yeah. we don't like that. We want to secure the bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the, can I say 
uh, well, you got the whore archetype. I didn't know if we could curse no. on if it was PG or not, but, mm-hmm. you know, you brought out the gangster archetype. You brought out the whore archetype. You know what I'm saying? So that's now. That's what we're dealing with now, the whore yeah, archetype. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. Our yeah. women went from being Queen Latifah, MC Light, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Moni Love, uh, uh, Miss Melody with KRS One and the BDP. Melody, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We went from that. Why are you bringing me back, man? For Ray, baby, that's it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in order to know where we're going, we got to we got to see where we came from, so that you we don't make the same mistakes. And it's unfortunate that our people are making the same doggone mistakes because <laughs> of the the divide within the generations. Right. I, I miss that vibe. Like, yeah. I think it kind of ended in like early 2000s, like when rappers did their homework. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. couldn't. A loot, uh, uh, take like the Nelly, the Nelly beef with KRS One. Mm-hmm. Remember that happened? I don't know if you remember, but we oh, remember. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and and, and the way they, <laughs> the way they came to the table on that, right? It's like, yo, I am giving homage, right? And I do know everything that you're talking about, but this is how this is my interpretation of it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. These guys, you can ask these random rappers, like who, right? Who, who are you talking about? Like who is that? He making any money? Well, f him. Right, he ain't making no money. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You ask the NBA young boy to quote uh, do a, a bigger verse. All the way up until the early two thousand, if you was great, another rapper knew your stuff exactly, and he knew it in a in a respectful way, yeah. right? And also in in an artistic way. I don't want to do what you do, right? Yeah, yeah. but, but I also I know greatness. of you, right? Right, yeah, I know of you, so I I, I respect your 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 craft, mm-hmm. your craftsmanship. These guys. They come out, they don't respect each other. Right. They all rap the same way, on the same beats, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's like, hey, we, we kind of turned it. Another thing I want to say, that's just what I was thinking about. <laughs> right, right, for sure. And you think about the word nigga anyway. Mm-hmm. It was, it was birthed out of, out of a white man's, out of white man's ignorance, mm-hmm. trying to say things like Nigerian. Right, and, you know, right. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. they were trying to like say that. But they seen it, and they said nigger mm-hmm. instead of Nigerian mm-hmm. or Nigers. Right. Yeah. So that's what we got. A lot of you know, if you go back in history and you think I, I like words, mm-hmm. so sometimes I'll go back to the history of a word, Check that and out you'll find out like stuff like. So you telling me somebody was just not that smart, and right. they couldn't say it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's the important thing about like you know to your point, understanding where you come from. You know what I'm saying? Knowing about the ancient kingdoms in which we come from, man. Mm-hmm. We have a rich history. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, man, a dynamic history. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Timbuktu. You know what I'm saying? One of the one of the greatest libraries in the uh, in in this in this on this his, in this hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, in this day, modern day and time. You know, and then you got the ancient uh, Egyptian uh, libraries and things like that. So I mean, there's a lot of history that isn't told to us and it's done by design to keep you in that lower lower, lower mindset yeah. Yeah. you know you what know, we don't champion our griots no more right right griots you know they they kept our history that's that's mm-hmm. why you got some of the sands that you have oh yeah like, like all the way to ten back to ten but ten but two mm-hmm. that's that's letting you know the the, the location of that library right that's right letting, you know because our grandparents would say like you know you go all the way to ten but two that's letting you know that, that was a faraway place, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> and and in retrospect, we so far from that, man. Mm-hmm. We don't even get in our books like we used to, man. Mm-hmm. For real, 
Uh, another another uh, thing I tried to do <laughs> a few times book clubs mm-hmm. with me. Yeah, we ain't reading like that. Yeah, yeah. we ain't reading like that. Like man, it's yeah. it's all in there. Right. Look, that's how we passed information. We wrote it down. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm I'm not real big reader, but I'm I'm, can't I'm read. Yeah, I can read though. Oh, okay. I'm a big but I'm a big <laughs> learner. Right. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't I don't really pick up a book unless it's like teaching me something like oh, learning wise. Yeah. You know something you're interested in. Yeah, like but you know, especially psychology. People, though. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's the beauty of our people. Not to cut you off, I'm yeah. sorry for stepping on you, but every branch on a tree doesn't have the same purpose. Yeah, right. We right. don't all. That's why I look at people when they when they tell they, they talk about voting. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the voters, and then you got the non-voters. We don't really have to split. We can all have the same goal in mind. We all have different roads. Mm-hmm. I always tell. I always kid with people when it's voting time. It's because of people like me that you can vote. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you call me and tell me you're having a problem in line, I'm coming up there with you. Right. Mm-hmm. You got the people, you know, you got the branches that that, that do what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got the other branches. If you want to work that arena, work right. that arena. That's your thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I ain't got to be in, involved in that. But right. we're still brothers. Right. And we still got a common goal. We're still pushing our people forward. Exactly. exactly. I'm pushing this way, but it's going in the same direction. you pushing this way, but it's going in the same It's all going to make this tree grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But to get back to what you said, even though you don't like to read per se, Mm -hmm. man, the internet is a beautiful thing when used correctly. When used correctly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, man, we're in the age, man, this is a beautiful time that we're living in because I remember as a shorty, and I know you can attest to this too, big man, having to go to the library, hitting up the old Dewey Decimal System and looking and finding you. My first real date. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Big. Yeah, man. But you know, like, that's that old school, that grassroots. You got to get in there and, you know, and find it. Because, I, you know, like in school now, I use the Internet a lot. Right. But I also make sure that I have, you know, some type of book that has been written on whatever particular topic it is right. and use that as a reference, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, hey, I'm with you on that. On yeah, I'm with you on that uh, on that book, on that book club. We will start one because, yeah. I, man, I brought some books. Uh, I brought some books here to recommend for, you know, for your audience, man, mm-hmm. to listen I mean, not to listen to, but to uh, to read at their own leisure to gain that information because knowledge is power. Yeah. You know, I always listen to old speeches, you know, like I listen to a Malcolm X speech and Martin Luther King speech and Marcus Garvey speech mm. and the things that they're saying. If you were to listen to some of those speeches right now, man, like the fa- my favorite uh, MLK speech is the three evils of society. Okay. You know, materialism, imperial. Uh, Imperial, oh man, I'm, I'm butchering it. I'm going to look it up here in a couple of seconds. Yeah. And militarism, capitalism, and imperialism. I believe those are the three. Mm-hmm. But those three topics are at the very bang of what's going on here in the United States right now. The United States has a problem with looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take what's mm-hmm. going on over in the Ukraine right now. You know what I'm saying? The United States. I'm a prior service military man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The United States sends X amount of millions of dollars in, you know what I'm saying, aid and in uh, weaponry over there to the Ukraine. But we still fighting the war on poverty here in the United States. Yeah, exactly. I can't get down with that, man. I don't like that. And you see how they asked for another, was it half a billion? Yeah. I'm just like, well, damn. You might as well just start taxing them, too, and have them. <laughs> send, yeah. Meanwhile, we got kids here on the street that suffering for what they call the food insecurity. Yeah. How many, uh, what they call them, food deserts in, you know, pick a city, mm. you know, Chicago, here in Atlanta, wherever, Philly. man. Yeah, Philly, you know LA. what I'm saying? Man, that, what's that, Trank? 
that new drug that they got, man, that's killing people. You got people slumped over looking like zombies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but you you these politicians are putting all their time, energy, and effort. Into you know what I'm saying? Yeah, over some that's man, cut your own us. grass, right? right. Or you go cut somebody else's grass. And you, you know who's paying for that war? Who you are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, like, man, gas is when I went to Cali was it two months ago? Gas was six dollars and ten cents. Mm. I'm yeah, man. Like, what? Yeah. And it's going up because we okay, now we send another five hundred million to them. Boom. Now gas gonna be probably seven dollars and change. Milk gonna be ten dollars. Eggs is what twelve dollars and now. It's like, man, we right. the ones paying for this now. For real. Like, I, I didn't ask for that. I don't even care what's going on. That's not even U.S. territory. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's... Right. Yeah, right. Right, you know what I'm saying? And I, it, it really, it upsets me, you know, and again, getting back to what we're talking about, our people mm-hmm. being ill-informed. Exactly. Don't just vote blindly. Don't just go with the flow just because this... You know, somebody who's famous, they done paid some money to go out there and get your votes and all of that stuff, man. Do your research. You know, study the show yourself approved. Understand why and how things are going the way they are Mm -hmm. so that you're, you know, you're able to make a sound decision. Mm -hmm. I'll vote when they change. uh, This this is my demand. This is my personal protest. For sure. Change the, uh, rewrite the Constitution. Make it fair. If you can do that, I'll vote. I feel like you could, because I, I feel like no politician, politicians come to black communities mm-hmm. and make promises that they will never keep. Because mm-hmm. that's the most important vote that they're looking for. Every every election, who do they turn to? Rappers. Mm-hmm. Rappers that's and NBA stars. Yeah. yeah, remember Vote or Die? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but they do all of that. None of the stuff that, that they say that they're going to put in their agenda ever gets met. Right, and we continue to go stand in their line, mm-hmm. play their game. Mm-hmm. I was with Ice Cube when he had, did the black contract with America. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. we destroyed that. Yeah, because yes, did. they didn't have a problem with accepting his proposal. Mm-hmm. We had a problem with his proposal. Right, black women, black gays. Right, he said the black contract with America. Right, black women came out. Well, what about us? Black contract with America. Are you not black? <laughs> I said, well, what about women's rights and stuff like that? Black contract with America. Black gays, same thing. What about gay black people? Black contract with America. <laughs> That's what the man was saying. Yeah. It's inclusive of everybody black. Yeah. We're trying to move the needle forward mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. black people. Yeah. When we start separating things, it's like when I think we touched on the feminist movement. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. never our women's fight. No. We never had a problem nope. with our women. Right, right. Our women never had a problem with us. Exactly. But now they do because of what they push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're starting to say, I think the death of, 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 of our consciousness and our communities started to really take flight in like the late 60s and early 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Only the Vogue magazines and all that. No, with the feminist movement and, mm-hmm. and Lyndon B. Johnson's agenda and mm-hmm. things like that, all these things work together against the structure of our communities mm-hmm. to further divide us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, to your point, like post during the '60s, man, that was the height of what we would call black consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People was taking the Afro. conks out their head and you know rocking afros and dashikis and you know, you had, you know, a lot of soul talking. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, brother, you know, old folks call it sweet talk. 
but it's a language of love. That's why they call it sweet talk. Hey, baby, yeah. how you doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, mama, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You generally had a love for your brother and your sister, but by that's the time... That's a lot less vulgar. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and after King's assassination, you know what I'm saying? First you had Malcolm, then you had King, and then you had, like, a lot of other uh, lesser-known leadership groups that were purposely uh, destructed by the counterintelligence program, mm-hmm. COINTELPRO. That go all the way back to the 30s with J. Edgar Hoover. You know what I'm saying? There's al- there's always been a fear that once we regain our consciousness and we regain that knowledge of self and who we are, that you know the slave masters and the sons and daughters of slave masters mm-hmm. fear that reprisal. They fear what you know what what would come of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they destroyed the Panthers, man. And like when I be talking mm-hmm. about it in class, man, the Panthers had, that's the reason you got free breakfast in school now. Yes. Because the government was being upstaged by a bunch of kids. The average age of the Panthers back in the gap was like 20, 19, 20, 22, 23 yeah, years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. Bobby uh, Bobby Seal and Huey, I think, was the oldest. And uh, what's the other brother? Now? I can't remember. Cleaver. Yeah, Cleaver. Yeah. They were some of the older ones. And then mm. they was only in their 30s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Late 20s, early, early 30s. 30s. Mm. Yeah, man. But that's, yeah, that's the thing, man. It's always been the design. And, you know, I'd like to recommend this book for the, uh, you know, for the, for the book club first. This is okay. uh, The Willie Lynch Letter and the Making of a Slave. And it's only 26 pages long. And the letter itself is shorter than that. But this slight, and see, again, talk like you were talking about, there's a big brouhaha about the legitimacy of this book. And Willie, uh, William Lynch, did he exist? Mm-hmm. Whether he existed or not be damned, I don't care about that. You yeah. see the effects of it because he talked about, I'll pit the light-skinned black against the dark-skinned black, the yeah. old black against the young black, the black man against the black woman, Ge- geographical locations, mm-hmm. East Coast, West Coast beat, all yeah. of this. He did. He was talking the about this. The letter was real. Yeah. Whether or not he existed or, or we just put a spin on his name, exactly. Willie Lynch. Right. That, seemed, that, that always sound, sounded convenient right. to call right. him that. Right. But... The letter was real. Mm-hmm. The letter is legitimate. It's been around for forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who made that letter up? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And the effectiveness of the letter. That's right. the killing part, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, as a people, man, going back to what you were talking about with the uh, the feminist movement, man, yeah, those were white women who wanted the authority of the white man. We wasn't beating on our women and doing that stuff because we were unified due to segregation. Mm-hmm. They hated all of us. You know, but those feminists in during that time seeing an opportune, you know, seeing an opportunity to galvanize, uh, you know, uh, the black woman, they use the black woman. Yeah, they you know? loud. Yeah, loud and proud. Yeah, like they can, they, you can tell white women that have been around black women, they're a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're a little bit more, more. Like they 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 got it. All <laughs> <laughs> right, on. you know what yeah, I mean. Like yeah. you can tell because they got some of our sisters' attributes, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say it like it's, it's a bad attribute no, for, no. for black women to be because they were definitely our our. Uh, I don't want to say black uh, backbone because I feel like also that's another shot at the black man because we are the only community right. where we refer to our women as backbones. Exactly, no other community does that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. They they definitely were were walking with a stride and stride, you know. Mm-hmm. But I always say the head can't stand without the neck at all. You know what I'm saying? At That's all. it. 
at all. Yeah. But you know, we, we we can't completely re- continue mo- removing the patriarchy right. of the black man because there's nothing that was po- positive about our community without the black man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Every everything we had in our communities, it was daddies getting off work, mm-hmm. straightening things out in mm-hmm. those communities. When the women were cackling and going back and forth with each other, it was the men that came and said, "Hey, cut that out." Yeah, this is what we're gonna do. Right. Those were men that did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing I want to refer uh, reference back to when you said uh, what how they got the um, the free free lunch system going, the free mm-hmm. lunch going in anyway. When I hear welfare reform, mm-hmm. America before they they took down the Panthers and and, mm-hmm. and they weren't the only ones doing that. It was right. a bunch of right. SCLC they right. were doing the right. same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. They took away those 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 uh, programs, where mm-hmm. they destroyed those programs, mm-hmm. and then they came out with a welfare reform. When before the welfare reform that they put out, I'm doing air quotes, y'all. <laughs> right. Before that. The only thing America offered mm-hmm. was soup lines. Mm-hmm. Soup lines and stations where you stand for employment. Mm-hmm. You know, like the handyman, like the stuff you see at yeah. Home Depot. Yeah. The government was organizing stuff like that. The mm-hmm. labor lines. Right, right. Labor lines and soup lines. Mm-hmm. That's all the government was really actually doing. Mm-hmm. The, the Panthers were doing what we know as welfare today. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, the assistance that the government gives now mm-hmm. that came from our community and clinics. Mm-hmm. I mean, they man, they, yes. they did their thing. And even in our own communities, we had somebody house that we go to that somebody was herbalist, exactly, and somebody understood medication, mm-hmm. exactly. They knew what to do when you had a cold, mm-hmm. when you had it's STDs. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. They had things, you know, bleach and turpentine with things mm-hmm. that can be used with certain certain um, ailments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, I got my notepad out, man. Like as you talking, like man, the man, gears is going. It's it's a, it's a lot that that we know today that's false, falsified mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. history. Like mm-hmm. they, if you go on Google, that's why when you were saying like you like to reference with with a book on the subject as well. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of times, if you go on Google and you try to find the same information that used to be in books, it's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they change it up. Yeah. When they show you pictures of slaves and Indians with yeah. uh, with with with, with um, the settlers that came over, that's right. what I call them, settlers. Mm-hmm. When they came over, they show you pictures now with everybody smiling and friends. Right, so that right. was not the case. Right, know that was right. That was not the case. But I, you know, looking at my my daughter's textbooks when she was growing up, yeah, said they were friends. <laughs> right. so, so you give your friends small pox and chicken pox. Mm-hmm. You put your friends in uh, in chains and caves and right. and jails and like you, you that that's not how you treat your friends. Right, that friends means we settled this land together. Mm-hmm. That we were forced to help you settle this land. Yeah. That we were already here. Mm-hmm. You look at the darker tribes of Indians. Yeah, they were black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look back in them Tulsa uh, photos when they tell you like Native Americans settled the land that way. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of them guys that was uh, uh, in suits, you could see feathers in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They was they was uh you know they was exhibiting their pride for their tribes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them guys were Indian, but they were black. Yeah. Yeah. But Indians, I mean, they're a, 
part of our community. I think. I think so. No, I know so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. No, and I know so. Again, <laughs> from, a, from a historical standpoint, a thousand years before Columbus, you had the Olmecs. Mm-hmm. The Olmecs were a contingent of black-skinned Arabs, Israelites, and Africans who sailed from the west coast of Africa via the transatlantic, I mean, via the uh, trade winds, and they, you know, they stopped in places like Brazil and Central and South America, and even coming into the Americas and, you know, kicking it with the with the indigenous people. Yeah. So we've always had that close connection, and so it it makes sense that there would be black skinned people who stayed here and who intermingled with the Native Americans and who even, you know what I'm saying, were accepted as some of the, uh, you know, the the uh, the Native peoples. Mm-hmm. But again, that goes back to what we were talking about, man, having to know researching. Another good book. They came before Columbus. That's another good book because it talks about the Omex and that it talks the about... The book. Uh-huh. They came before Columbus, written by Ivan Van Sertima. Columbus came in, what, 1492? Mm-hmm. And a thousand years before that, we was already over here. We yeah. was coming over here. They and, used our ships to get here. Yeah. Yeah, man. So there's, man, there's <laughs> so much, there's so much... Uh, they didn't have any ships. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much good information out there. Real quick, I just want to circle back to the uh, the feminist thing. Now, let me say this. There is nothing wrong with a woman having equal pay as a man if they're doing the same job. That's not what we're talking about. At all. You know, me being a Bible believer, and I know you brothers are uh, Bible believers as well, like... He works with the devil. Ah, he's so silly. I'm glad you laughed. But, you know, the authority of the man is there for a reason. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been written in that book in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 3, if it wasn't legit. You know what I'm saying? I wish you to know that the head of every woman is the man, the head of every man is Messiah, and the head of Messiah is Yah. That's it. That's the order, man. I mean, uh, we got the uh, the example in the first part of the Bible. There you go. When the mistake was made. There you go. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you remove the man Mm -hmm. from headship. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, that's, hey, how they, that's, how, that's how they set it up. That's where we get this whole sorry, independent woman mindset is to cut us yeah. off. Yeah. I don't need no man. Right. And until, I you, try, until you need until a you man. Need a right. Man. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. So I was like, man, I always tell women, listen, if you're independent. Huh? Right. Where all these babies come from, if you really feel that way, why you deal with us at all? But see, why is it that we are the only culture, we are the only people who think like that? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And there was a tactic that the police still use to this day to where I forgot what book it was in, man. But there was a uh, they were interviewing a police officer and he said that it was common practice for them to go to the oldest black woman in the house and talk to her. So that's a, that's all. And even to this day, when me and my wife, when we go out and like we go in a restaurant or something. You know, man, don't don't don't, don't speak to my wife without addressing me. What's wrong with you? You know, it's, crazy. it's just a, they, it's a respect and, thing. And they always be like, "I'll start with the lady first. I mean, they ain't nothing wrong. I mean, yeah, but, but like, yeah, but like, hey, if we I just come in, who pays? Yeah, they don't acknowledge you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like bring the chick back. They have to with us. But, but yeah, right. then they get tired. I always have to correct them. Like, you gonna sit in the middle, close to her side, like you don't know if I'm a pair or not. Right. Like, like you wouldn't do that to them. Yeah, yeah. But you're doing it to me. Right. And it's just little stuff like that, It made that, me feel man. so awkward every time. Yeah. Not just that. That's good. I'm glad y'all said that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start with the woman first, which is cool. I'm like, hey, the woman first, cool. But but you bring the check to me first. 
Right, right. Start with the woman. But give, give, give me the respect <laughs> yeah. as this woman's husband, boyfriend, exactly, or whatever. Exactly, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, yeah. be, they'll just start, like, we'll go to the doctor or somewhere, or some type of place, and they'll just be talking, like, oh, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Hello, how yeah, are you exactly. doing? My name is Moshe. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll stick my hand out there to let them know, like, yo, you're not just finna talk yeah, about me, certain. And, you know, like, I ain't here. Mm-hmm. And we're not down the woman and no. stuff. It's just like, damn, the man just been invisible yeah. in most certain cases I'm just like you go to the woman boom 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 and then they just go on I'm like well damn you even asked me my name right right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Damn, that's like, why I will forever appreciate Whitney Houston <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not because of what because she's well she in my top five for sure mm-hmm. she in my top five. Oh, we could do it we could do a top five yeah we could do a top five <laughs> but when they, when her and Bobby visited Israel, mm-hmm. and the prime minister went to shake her hand and not Bobby's, right? She pushed him in front of her, right? And that's something I don't, I don't think a lot of black women today would do. And again, in front of him, and, no, she made him speak, acknowledge her husband. Yeah, you said right her. On. That's how I was. I was yeah, she pushed him forward. Okay. She pushed Bobby forward. Okay, because the prime minister was just like. I want to take pictures with Whitney and I want to shake hands with Whitney mm-hmm. and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And treated Bobby like he wasn't in the room. Yeah. Right. You know, the greatest R&B singer of all. Time. And never mind. I won't <laughs> even go into that. But <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do a top five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ain't no R. Kelly without, without a Bobby. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, but yeah, man, it, you know, it's just. But I respect <laughs> her for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And that's. That's what we need to get back to. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to get back exactly. to. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just getting back to that family structure. Mm-hmm. Like I said, man, you know. That's the antidote. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? You need that. You need, you know, even if, because um, I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of young brothers and sisters, unfortunately, are growing up in single family homes now. But still, you got an uncle. 80%. You got a, you know, you got a, 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 a older male cousin mm-hmm. or something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, man, get these brothers involved mm-hmm. in these young, especially these young men. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man, I do not like the current state of our young men. Now you walk in like it's too androgynous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They too, That's you know, yeah, too androgynous, man. You're <laughs> sexually amb- ambiguous. Like you don't, you know what I'm saying? It's too, it's too murky. Y'all like to muddle the waters, man. And like, I'm sorry, I'm old school. What you do, that's your preference. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey man. That's your business. Right. You know, I love women. You know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. first love is my wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if someone has an alternate lifestyle, if that's what you want to do, well then so be it. Mm-hmm. But respect, respect how I live. I hate that you know, there's always a push to, you know, to, to, you know, to put forth that homosexual agenda, you know what I'm saying? And make everybody accept it. Well, damn it, accept my lifestyle. Mm, You know, I'm not saying nothing contrary to you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you want to ask me my personal feelings, I'm going to, I'm going to run it down to you, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm going to be respectful of you as a person. Mm -hmm. You respect me and Mm -hmm. see, that's, that's, that's my thing. I you won't know? condemn you. Yeah. I won't condemn you. I don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. Exactly. So that's your business. For sure. But <laughs> go ahead. No, I was going to say, it took me a, you know, because I'm from <laughs> the islands and, you know. Oh, what about? Huh? But where at? St. Where, where? Thomas. St. Thomas. St. Thomas okay. my family's from St. Kitts. Yeah, St. Kitts right and on. Okay. But you know how, you know, that is frowned upon. You know, coming to America is, of course, a different thing, but it took me a minute to get 
So it's that, changing in the islands too, though. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. changing in the islands. Yeah. Yeah. But again, nothing. If that's nothing, your lifestyle. Exactly. Fine. Yeah, so it's nothing it. against it, but but you at the same time, yeah, 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 you that's like, at the same time, respect mine. That's why I, I can right. hang with y'all now. The the respectful ones, right? Don't try to force anything onto me or don't come onto me because you know that's how not. Yeah, for sure. And I won't force anything on you. Exactly. I just see you as a human being. Exactly. And you just that's see it. me as a human being. Right. Tell me your name, Roger. That's it. I ain't identifying you as nothing but Roger. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. 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 I'm not. I don't yeah. care for your sexual preference. That's your business. Yeah. Right. No, I just care if you're a good person. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about this? I know that um, you know in Florida there is a push to remove slavery from the uh, textbooks and things like that. Yeah, I know no, no. when we would substitute, back in, when, we, when we and my wife stayed in Louisiana, we had a, well, we still have our nonprofit, but we actually had a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. And the little kids, the neighborhood kids would come in and we did free tutoring, K through 12. You know, we would have our uh, Sabbath, you know, classes, but I would barbecue that day as well. I was like, look, you don't have to listen to what I'm saying. We're doing a Bible study in here. If you want to come in and sit down and listen, fine. But if you just want to come in and get you a plate, so be it. Yep. I just ask that you're respectful if we're doing a live lecture or live class. Just be respectful. Yep. Foods over there. Get what you need. We had books. You know, this was, I know you've seen this. This was, uh, you know, from out of uh, the library. Yeah. You know, the you know, property Ooh, of the library. Oh, no, this is, no, this, this is mine. Oh, yeah, but I donated my, uh, yeah, my personal books yeah. to, you know, to the library. But what upset me and it really, you know, sad me was that when we were two to the kids, they didn't have books. They weren't allowed to bring their textbooks home. And so I would go on the internet and print out little stuff, you mm-hmm. know, like math or whatever, and we would, you know, have to instruct them that way. Mm-hmm. But I say that to say this, man, like they're gradually removing, you know, vital parts of our history out of the history books. But then, you know, I know it's a big thing here in Atlanta. You know, they had uh, one woman, she got fired in Cobb County. I can't think of the woman's name now, but this was recent, maybe a Did month you? or so. Yeah, yeah, because she wanted to read about my color's purple or something like that. It was a book talking about homosexuality. Now, my mm-hmm. personal feeling is that doesn't need to be in schools, no. especially not, you know, at, at such an early age. Yeah. Let yeah. the child develop. You're the adult at the end of the day. You're the mm-hmm. parent. You don't tell me mm-hmm. what you're going to do and what you know, man, when you get grown, do what you want. But when you under my roof, you in my house, my rules, man. And see, that's another thing, you know, that we had talked about, in the in the the homeschool lecture mm-hmm. was the, too much authority is being given to children. A child don't know what he want to do or mm-hmm. what she want to do. That's why they have parents. But you got children wanting to emancipate themselves from their parents and mm-hmm. you know this that and the third man. And it's really it's 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 really becoming a problem. But my question to you guys is, what do you think can be done on our end as you know brothers? and sisters within the community to continue to educate and enlighten our children in lieu of what they're trying to do. Oh. (laughs) Women need to lose the independent mindset. And men need to step up more and start being, not, I mean, of course, the head of the household, but even if things don't work out, just still be the man. Like, don't put your differences to the side. Yeah, just still give that, because it's your word, your your voice that matters mm-hmm. the most. You know what I mean? No so doubt. it's just that thing. I got you. Yeah, yeah, the most, the most yeah. dominant. Yeah. What I, say. I get yeah. you. I get yeah, you. The yeah. most they dominant. Need that affirmation from exactly a man. from a man. Yeah. Because um, you know, can't always get everything from a 
just a woman stands for it. They or just a man. man. Right. Exactly. Right. Or right. just All a right. man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Both right. of them have to get rid of those insecurities and this and that and a blockage right. and come together and actually teach this young. Because I always say the kids are the future. No of doubt. Because if you're toxic to kids, the, the future is toxic. Mm-hmm. So. Our, our involvement with our kids' education mm-hmm. was, has, has dwindled down, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the school board meetings, which I have, mm-hmm. some if I wasn't the only black guy in there, a black person in there, it would only be like a couple more at most. Right. Most of the room is white and non-white. Mm-hmm. But, and non-blacks. Mm-hmm. But... We, we have to get involved more in that end. And, and it's, it's a reason that they're they're not sending certain materials on home with the kids because they don't want our involvement. Mm-hmm. They don't want the uh, the controversy behind what their agenda is in school and what they're trying to accomplish in school, mm-hmm. whether positive or or or, or bad mm-hmm. right. or negative. Mm-hmm. So we have to get get more involved, and, and just like they took the Bible and the belt out of school, mm-hmm. we took the books, right, and the education out of our home. What you know about belts in school? Hey, you ain't number twenty. You ain't number twenty three. You ain't yeah, old. Yeah, enough. Of course, they didn't, they didn't use belts. <laughs> they right paddles. here still hurts yeah. a bit every time I think about the paddles. I don't <laughs> yeah, the paddles. <laughs> um, oh. but, but they took that out of the school. Like we, you, you know, parents aren't allowed to discipline their children however yeah. they see fit. Right, right, and, right, and that that's not. I was going to ask y'all about corporate punishment this week. That's that's what I forgot. Corporate, corporate. corporate. That's what they call corp, corporal, yeah, corporal, punishment. corporal punishment. Mm-hmm. When you actually physically spank your child, get them hind quarters. Yeah, <laughs> and how they trying to remove that because you got a lot of black people saying that that's because of slavery that we use that method. But no, man, and and I think we probably touched on the conversation mm-hmm. like that. I think that was that was that was way uh-huh. before. It, Kids were getting whoopings before slavery. The slavery that we're talking about is the American slavery. Right, right, right. right. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about uh, pre-that. Because there's always been slave in this land. Mm -hmm. But the slavery that we've seen in in what what I'll call the modern slavery, uh, or what started in 1492, Mm -hmm. that's not the slavery that was happening when African tribes and, and different nations had slaves, those were employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to work for food. Mm-hmm. You had to work for your, your living quarters. Mm-hmm. You had to do all of that. What we got over here was catastrophic. Mm-hmm. That that shit was just yeah. evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't have enough books and like parents don't read with their children for it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do with my, my You ain't going to see no YouTube video of Carter B. reading to her kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. we'll, That's not even if, even if she does, because I I believe I would like to believe that what she promotes in her music mm-hmm. is not how she actually is. Of course not. Yeah. So, I mean, she's the wife and the mother. Right. She's, she's paid to do that. Wasn't it a clip of her? She was twerking or something like that, and then a child came in and she, you know. Stopped it and turned it off and stuff, or told the baby to go back in the other room. Yep. Yeah, that's my thing. And then Madonna, back in the gap, she even said that you know when her daughter was younger, she said that her children she don't let her kids watch TV. She don't let her kids watch you know exactly. the type of stuff that she's perpetuating. Yeah. And so that's the hypocrisy about the you know 
well, I'll just say the entertainment industry yes. that really pisses I, me off, I man. like when you said the whore archetype. Yeah, the whore <laughs> archetype, man, because that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, how many sexy red and all Yeah, that. how many young girls, you know, when I was younger, it was Lil' Kim. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That it was it was uh, Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, so on and so forth. Even you know what I'm saying? And so now you got, I don't even, I don't listen to rap, I don't listen to new school rap, mm-hmm. so like I don't know a lot of the, a lot of the stuff and the goings ons and the ins and outs, but just from the outside looking in, man, it's it's really it's really troubling. But blue the, Kim. Oh yeah, I had a blue Chevy Cavalier <laughs> with Lil Kim album cover sitting on my console. Watch out! That was a hell of a photo. <laughs> legs wide open. But if you asked me then, mm-hmm. I would have the same question. I would have. I mean, I would have the same answer. I would have today. Would you marry Lil Kim? Hmm. Hell to the Hell no. no. That's what I tried to tell you. Marry too, Sexy right? Red? No. No. Do you introduce Sexy Red to your mama? No. no. To your child. If you have children, if you have sisters, would you introduce them to her? No. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell them. Most women, y'all doing this. Not let me, say, let me rephrase that. <laughs> what they're pushing out, right? Right. Is sexual. Conduct and music and imagery, it's perversion, yeah, yeah perversion. sexual deviancy, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. There, there, a lot of people are following it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell you, like, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of men that's trying to sleep with you to be right. more right. soft on the soft end, right? But none of these men are gonna marry you. Exactly. Yeah, they might give you a baby, right? But they ain't gonna be there for you. Gonna like, man, they, they don't want you. They want somebody who's not, you know, what I mean, a hothead who's Posting ass pics on social media and all exactly. that. No, they, they, of course they're gonna like the picture. I'm gonna like the picture, right? But I'm just, I'm just come on, I'm, I'm right. But it you. stops there. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all. It's that's not. where it ends. Yeah. It begins and ends mm-hmm. right there. But to them, that like or that attention is gold. There you go, attention. And it's really it's it's it's, it's fool's gold. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. So, folding their money will soon depart. That's yeah. why a lot of them end up broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. But that, like Luke, I'm, I, and I'm not shading or disrespecting Lil' Kim because mm-hmm. she is a hip hop legend. Because mm-hmm. I, I honestly think, well, she's in my top five. We'll get to that one. Man, we're gonna have to do this <laughs> top five list, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you just if you exit out X out her her uh, imagery, right? Her raps was fire. Yeah, she has some tight lyrics. She has some. Yeah. You think about her on that. Uh, this is a little off topic, y'all, but you think <laughs> about her on that uh, um, the Mob Deep song. Right, 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 right. She had the best verse. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. She had the hook, and yeah. then when she came in, whoever helped her write that. Right. Yo. I was like, and she had the right voice for it. Yeah. Coming back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming sure. back to the topic. <laughs> we'll get into that top five and them category. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, what was I talking about before that? Well, I was talking about it, and then we right, tried to right. pick up on the uh, sexuality and the right. imagery and stuff like that that Lil Kim had on a cover, but it was different from her music, I guess you would say. Yeah. yeah, and you think, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. If you think about Lil Kim today, mm-hmm. there's no way a 50-something-year-old woman, mm-hmm. or how old she is, I think she's like 50, at least 50, should be dressing like that mm. and still be trying to get headlines and, and, and nods. Mm. She's it, it's, it, it feels like desperation for her to continue what she did 
as a 20-year-old woman mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to continue that now because the 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 money might be good to sustain a lifestyle <laughs> at the moment. Right. But the whole culture is not going to give you you know, substantial stand power. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, right. later on in life. Right. No matter if you're like Nicki Minaj had to take a break to to keep her money. Mm-hmm. Right. To figure out how to keep her money. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's trying to come back, but you're 40 now. Mm-hmm. With a child. And they, yeah. Right. Now they mm-hmm. they looking at Sukiyana and, and Sexy Red. Now they don't want to pay attention to Nicki Minaj. And she's talented. Nicki, if you actually listen to Nicki Minaj's uh, rap lyrics, yeah. she can actually rap. Mm-hmm. She's a hell of an artist. But she's selling this Nonsense. imagery. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's selling this to the women, and they're trying to be that. Yeah. They don't give a damn. I remember one one New Year's I was sitting at the house, hmm. and Nicki Minaj came out with her little, you know, doing her little boombastic, you know, twerking music and stuff like that. And she tried to do a rap right after that. Mm-hmm. That was hella conscience, talking about women empowerment, right. talking about black people, right. and the audience was dead. They were mm-hmm. just staring at her like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And she had to make one of her weird noises and do another song. She had to cut the song because it was a long song. <laughs> mm. She had to cut it mm. and go back to the crazy stuff and get them hype again. Right. We never seen her on another New Year's Eve special after that. <laughs> I was like, wow. Because mm. she tried to put something else right. out there. Right. That's truly how she feels. Exactly. Yeah. And they didn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Went against the uh, went against the order, yes. you know, and and that's the sad thing about it, man. You know, it's like, hey, what what would it profit a man to gain the world but lose your soul, man? I mean, I'm nothing. sorry, I keep going back profit because you, you know because that's the basic that's the basic driving force of you know of of life, man. You have to you have to be about something greater than yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now with you know kind of. Because there is some stuff that you said before about uh, chattel slavery and the transatlantic slave trade and corporal punishment. I got it written down in my notes, so I'm going to circle back. But, you know, because those are those are definitely good topics and are worthy of being spoken of. But, you know, this this whole thing, attention grabbing, Mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying, like you said, uh, Nicki Minaj is 40. Little Kim is probably closer to 50. Mm -hmm. These women, like you said, they got these other young girls now who didn't follow following in the example that you didn't set. And now you're being pushed out. So now you feel like you got to do this to keep that attention. People want attention and stuff like that more than, you know, than it seems like than life. You know, like I be I, I don't have any social media. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram, not on Twitter, none of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And I challenge the listener right now. This is for you who are out there listening. I challenge you to go at least an hour without looking at your phone. You probably can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then if you can do it, okay, go a day without looking at your phone, you know, without, okay, without checking your social media. I'll put it like that because you do need your phone. Somebody may call you, whatever. Try to go a day without logging in to social media. Like there are actual scientific studies showing that that stuff, those little beeps and vibrates and stuff like that, it releases a dopamine. Like you get hooked on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want the likes, the comments, and the subscriptions and stuff like that. Yeah, man. That's people can't, people. yeah, can't live without that. That's where come from. Like if you text yeah. me, my notifications are off. So if you text me, I ain't gonna get that. I only have notifications for mm-hmm. my alarm systems. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing else on. You can't text me and think I'm gonna see it. I see that when I see it. 
Right. You know? <laughs> when I'm driving, I always turn the sound off. Yeah. Because it is a little, Right. Yeah. Like, Damn. Like, ding. Like, ding. Right. Like, turn the sound off of your car when you drive. My phone. No, the phone sound. The phone. Oh, he what is he? Vessel, he invested. He invested. Yeah, too much wine. Yeah, man. But yeah. see, to kind of bring it back with the corporal punishment. Yo, I still remember my fifth grade teacher. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bobby Gray. She drove a 1983 Fleetwood Broham, if Woo-hoo! you will. Rust Brown. <laughs> and she car. parked, man, she parked right in front of Louis Armstrong over there on Congress Parkway. Uh, in Chicago every morning. And when I saw that car, man, I put my head down because I knew I was in for it. <laughs> but you know what? To this day, you know what I'm saying? I'm thankful for that whooping. And when I uh, used to go to church in Bible class, you know what I'm saying? Sister Banks, she's still alive. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Sister Banks had a had like 12 rulers wrapped together. And when you got out of pocket, or she had a spoon. When you got out of pocket in Sunday school, she spoon. got you. Mm-hmm. You know, even growing up, as a shorty, yo, if I got into a fight or got into trouble, I'm subject to catch like three or four whoopings. On the way home. Man, on the way home. <laughs> and then I got to deal with my daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we need to get back to. Hell, the Bible says whoop children. So I don't know what these folks is talking about. You can't whoop. No. We visited some friends up in Canada. And you can get in trouble for whooping your kids in Canada. Like you, you can, can do that now. You yeah. can do that now. You can get in trouble here. Man, look, I'm going to tell you, take them. You don't specifically... Um, hit them on their butt, and once or twice, that's abuse. It's abuse now. Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> I had children, family services come to my house. Man, I can't do it then. Last <laughs> time I got a whooping, I was eighteen years old. My, I stole the car. I'm gonna be grown. I took to my daddy, whooped me like I was a grown man, and to this day we joke about it. But I respect that, and I'm thankful for it because those whoopings kept me out of a lot of unnecessary trouble. And unfortunately, that's what our young men, in particular, are growing are going through. They don't have that fear. that that not that. only that they don't have that fear because they don't have the role models. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They I can count on one hand how many black male teachers I had, but you know what? I, all my uncles on my daddy's side, on my mama's side, cousins, older cousins, help my two older brothers. You know what I'm saying? Those were my heroes growing up, and I looked up to them. You know what I'm saying? And they molded and shaped me into the man that I am today, and I'm thankful for it. So to answer the question that I put out, that's what we need. We need right. to rediscover the family, man. Right. I can't tell you how many times I would laugh. You know, my wife would show me something because she owned, you know, social media for her uh for her books and stuff. She's an author. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's, um, you know, she does her thing. But she'll show me something where people be cussing and mad because their kid's at home from school. You mm-hmm. want the school system to be the parent. Yeah. And your daycare. Right. Your daycare, yeah. mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, so. That's at, what a lot of them do it for. Yeah. Daycare. Yeah. Shoot, my mama had five of us growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My oldest sister, she's passed, but she was born in 69. My oldest brother, he was born in 70. My other brother was born in 73. My sister was born in 75, and I was born in 78. And my mama had us all in line, all, you know, ready to go. Knowing that, you know, my dad was out working. He was taking care of business. He would bring home the money, and he would give it to her. He didn't even have to look at the check. He just gave it to her. Mm. That's the type of relationship that they have. That's when we accepted our gender roles. Too. Exactly. And, and and I feel like that's being being uh, ostracized in our in, in our yes. society now. Yes. And and not knowing that there's strength in both sides of it. Exactly. There's still strength of being a woman. Mm-hmm. 
and, and the Bible never says uh, you were the only one that was supposed to submit. Right. It instructs us both to submit ourselves unto each other. Exactly. Each other, yeah. And yeah. respect each other. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's all submission is. We agree. Right. Exactly. We agree that, okay, you have the better better understanding of the idea this this time or you're the headship of the home, I, I can agree. You shouldn't say I do to a man if you can't agree that he's the leader of your home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you can agree when you at work that your supervisor is the leader on your floor in your section, say that, that job, and that mm-hmm. project. Say that. If you can respect them mm-hmm. and not feel less than, mm-hmm. then you should be able to do that at that. home. Yeah. Why can't you do that at home too? How the hell you expect your respect your boss more than me? Exactly. Yeah. Like damn, he don't pay your bill. I mean, technically, I pay your bill. You know, right. I pay no, she bill. does too because if you if you're, you're at work, this is what I'll be trying to help people understand. Mm-hmm. You work for the money, right? Like, you choose what you do with the money that you work for, right on. They don't get the right to look down at you and be like, yo, I did that for you. The reason you pulling up in this car is because I gave it to you. No, you did uh, not give it to me. I right. worked. I worked. Right. right. Exactly. Right. That's my money now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But go ahead. Exactly. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just hate no, that. No, no. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I was going with it. Like, I, I had some like, customers that be saying stuff like that. Like, no, this is my money. That's this is what, what exactly. my money pay for. Right. I'm sorry. This is what my money pay for. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's basically <laughs> what I was saying. Like, man. You respect that man. He he tell you go clean some dirty toilets with booboo all in it. Exactly. But I tell you, hey, can you put that toy up? Real, you know, just you know, just right. put the toy up or just tell them to pick it up. You ain't have a problem. Master. Yeah, I'm just like first thing I think. I right. am. I yeah. just say something like that. <laughs> hey, Sarah called Abraham master, and wasn't no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? But and like what they champion, Boaz, uh, they champion Boaz and Ruth. Mm-hmm. Hell, if you ask me with some of the traditions that's going on, this might be a little off topic. No. But I want to say it. Some of the traditions that are going on, some of some of the some of the beefs mm-hmm. that are going on within our men and our women. Mm-hmm. Women will say they want a Boaz. They don't right. understand that what Ruth did, you're not willing to do. Right. Exactly. Women went to this man's bedside, his feet. Mm-hmm. And and if you ask me, mm-hmm. she proposed to him. I'm your wife. Mm-hmm. Marry me. Mm-hmm. Take care of me. Mm-hmm. And where was Ruth when Boaz first saw her? She was at work. <laughs> she was in the fields. Right. You feel like you shouldn't have to work. Right. You feel like you shouldn't have to meet your man halfway. And right. in, in running the household or providing in this household, the, the the provision thing is everything I have, I am to try my best to take care of you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I'm the only one that's supposed to be doing anything right. to push this family forward. But most women now, and again, I blame like the entertainment industry or whatever. We could, but it's them. Yeah, but I mean, it's the influence. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. But the only thing that they feel like they need to bring is their sexual presence. Yeah. Or just their presence. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm right. cute. Right, right. Do what you're supposed to do. Right. Like, like Andrew Tate once said, and it's true, he was like. Andrew Tate, yeah. Yeah. He, Andrew Tate. Thank you for mentioning <laughs> He Andrew. said to this woman, he was like, he asked a group of women, like beautiful women. Mm-hmm. He's like, how many yachts have you been on? Oh, I've been on like three and this and that and that. He's like, cool. 
who owned the yacht. He's like, oh, this man, this man. He's like, right. You All you had to do was be pretty to get on that yacht. Right. That man had to go to 45 years of right. hard work. Right. Hundreds of thousands of dollars no missing. Sleep. This right. and that just, just to get you on the boat. Right. And he must bow down to you. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Look, I, I tell you like this, man. You know, my wife is a very beautiful woman, mm-hmm. but it ain't it ain't the beauty. I fell in love with her, and I am in love with her because exactly. of what's in between her ears. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, her, her obedience to Yah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She understands what it is to be a proverb. They people like to throw that around. You know, some women like to throw that around. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. No, no you're not. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, you're not. You not know what I'm saying? Roof. Right, exactly. <laughs> You know, and so that's what makes a woman beautiful to me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was in the military, I was in the military from the time I was 20 to uh, 27. Mm. And I wasn't looking for no wife because mm. I already knew that first and foremost, I wanted to find a wife who grew up how I grew up in Chicago. You know, so I had some things that I was looking for anyway, but I knew more than anything, man, I'm not ready to get married. I'm not going to get I was out there. Hey, you know, you living in China somewhere. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, but I was living a soldier's life, you know. But when I got when I got back, you know, and then I went to uh, Chicago State, I was like, okay, now I'm looking for a wife. Now I'm looking for a woman. And I went to a place where I knew I would find, you know, what I'm saying, a woman mm-hmm. who's who thinks similarly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I do. You know, someone who's about education and who's about, you know, the upliftment of 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 her people. Not saying that you can't find a woman like that outside of of school, but I knew that my chances of finding someone like that would be, you know, increased. Right. And so, man, we started out as friends and we're still friends. You know what I'm saying? Even when we get mad at each other, you know, we don't stay mad at each other long. I try to make what the scriptures say. Don't let the sun set on your anger. So before I go to bed or before whatever happened, man, I got to make it right. Even if I just do something stupid, you know, I'll purposely do something silly, you know, to make a laugh. And then that'll break the that'll break the ice. And then we go into it, man. But that's we need to get back to understanding our roles, man, Mm -hmm. and and sticking to it. Like you said, a man has to submit too. first of all, I got to follow the example that the Messiah said. He loved his bride, us. You know what I'm saying? The congregation so much that he was willing and he did give his life for us. Mm. That's the mindset I got with my wife. You know, like it says in the book of Peter, understanding that she is the weaker vessel. So I I won't say something to her that I may say to my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're arguing, there's certain things that I wouldn't say because I know that she's more right. susceptible to, you know, uh, an emotional, an emotional uh, side or whatever. Yeah. You know, so it's just little stuff like that, man. We have to understand the authority that we have as men, and we have to exercise that authority. Yeah. You know what a I'm saying? A good leader has to be a good follower. There leader. you go. Exactly. It's just like, you know, another example of, uh, of the Messiah mm-hmm. is he pulled out buckets and washed their feet. The greatest mm-hmm. amongst you shall be the servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have a servant's heart or a servant's mind because we're too busy you know, I'm sorry, this kind of jumping off topic, but I really detest when people take the camera and just, you know, they'll hold the camera and they're looking at themselves and they're looking at themselves in the phone, mm-hmm. but it, they're on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like a little clip of that. And they just be, you know, some of the women be, you know, pursing their lips a little bit and looking, doing all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that Why is so, say right. That's so vain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's the vanity. All of these pictures, like, the whole concept of a selfie is a little disturbing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, especially when you got like a thousand. Man, you know, you know what I'm saying? Phone and it's a, 
it's the same place. You was in the same seat, same background, <laughs> right. same clothes, You know what's crazy part? And you got a thousand pictures of the same Yo, A lot of women I talk to, they always, even my sisters and them, they be like, I don't have no more space in your phone. I'm like, damn, you have 500 gigabytes. Yo, you how do you run out of space on your phone? <laughs> it can hold right. 20,000 photos, <laughs> yeah. 10,000 videos. How do you yeah. run out of... This is my fourth phone, and I still have space from all the saved pictures oh, yeah. from my, my 10-year-ago phone. I'm like, how the hell do you run out in one year? Yeah, man. One year. You yeah. know, but, but I, 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 I still look the same because I don't take pictures of myself every that's year. That's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. This may take about know. five or ten pictures Maybe. out of the whole year. Right. Why yeah. you, you playing? The, <laughs> the CIA be looking through there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to have so many exactly. people be getting caught up in stupid stuff. You know, they used to have to go out and do actual legwork with counterintelligence. No, they now they options. just go look on Facebook. Look, yeah. All the options they got, they got picture location where you at. Yeah. Put this and that, geotag. Yeah. This, yeah. This, where you, man. How many folks done got robbed because you bragging about your vacation? Could, um, that was, that happened here with, uh, what was, uh, one of the celebrities' names? Uh, one of them, she was the Real Housewives of Atlanta or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Margo. Yeah, but what uh, they do with Mariah Carey, she went somewhere on vacation and they got a whole, <laughs> yo, they got a whole Robin crew who yeah. just sit there and, you know, look, look at, at uh, your, yeah. Kim Kardashian, when Pop she smoke. went to, uh, right. Pop Smoke, Kim Kardashian, when she went to, what, London, whatever. Yeah. And she got her million dollar ring stolen because she, I think she had posted in her location right. or yeah. hotel. I'm like, man, y'all don't think even the other man. rappers that got killed, I'm just like, listen, and you know, I tell Shorter, like, listen, you can post whatever you want to post, right? But don't post until after we leave, or exactly. don't post the location. Exactly. For my safety, because I don't know who you got on your social media. Yo. You know real. what I mean? I know you got like 20,000 people, and I know for a fact you want to know about 100 of them. <laughs> right. So right. don't, don't right. post it's none of that. Right. Yeah, you know, right. like, do not post where we at. It gives, I think social media gives people like this false false uh uh in, in interpretation of what friendship is. Reality. Or reality, yeah. Man. That's, like, that's not, you got a thousand friends, 350 friends, even on the low scale, 350 people following you. Mm-hmm. Yo, you probably only knew, know personally, know 20 of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. These people that's ain't your friends, they just watch them. Mm-hmm. I don't know who said you it. You don't know who they know. I right. think, I think it was Charleston White. He was like, man, people get obsessed with like that blue check and how many followers are yeah, right? Man. He was yeah. like, man, right. if you have 5,000 followers, to us, they we feel like that's not a lot. But he was like, man, 5,000 people, that's a small city. Right. He's like, a whole city knew you. You were famous. That right. was Dallas when I first moved out here. Yeah. I was like, you're famous. After 1,000, you're famous. Yeah. 1,000 yeah. people. Me, Do you know how much 1,000 yeah. people is? If you're the most popular in high school, that's a lot. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You got 1,000 people following you. Exactly. You know, like, after lot. Blue Check, after you get really 500 people. Yeah. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of people and to now know the, who you are. Right. And now the question is, what are you doing with that platform that you have? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? How are you empowering or enabling your people? These are the things that as a community we need to talk about, mm-hmm. man. How are you going to empower your people? You know, how are you going to, you know, do something, you know, how are you going to leave the world a little bit better than, mm-hmm. than, than you found it? <laughs> you follow my Facebook. Yeah. You see some of the stuff I be posting. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey. A little Kevin Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I post the truth. Hey, yeah. I need to stop the bullshit. Man. But you see, man, you need more. Like, I know a lot of people disagree with what Kevin Samuels was saying or whatever the case may be. But you need more brothers like that, who, you know, 
who say tell it how it is you mm-hmm. know I, political correctness be damned mm-hmm. i need to tell the truth i have to tell the truth i'm compelled to tell the truth you know what i'm saying i don't you know i don't care about your feelings and how this makes you feel you need to hear this you know what I'm saying? Where are the, like you said, and that was, I want to uh, get back to what you were saying about the elders within the communities. Where grandma at? Grandma on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know we're, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> with lashes. You know what I'm saying? And a BBL. <laughs> you know, do grandmama know some of those, uh, some of those uh, ancient remedies? Nope. You know what I'm saying? Man. Can't even cook. Exactly. She's on pills herself. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we need those people back, man. You know, if you got to. If you have a, a, a father or a mother and, you know, whatever your age is, and if they're still so blessed to be alive, man, sit at the knees of that elder and learn some wisdom, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, I think, you know, along with that, like, if, if we're, we're t- talking about everything that's needed back in our communities, like, mom and daddy need to get back on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, the elders need to be more involved. Oh, yeah. And we need to respect them more. Mm-hmm. Um, also... You know, the believer aspect of it. Yeah. Believers, and, and understanding what a believer is, a believer is a servant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't say you love God and you have a relationship with him if you don't believe in servitude. Yeah. Or if you don't love your brother and sister who you <laughs> see every day. How are you going to profess a love to a higher power that you ain't never seen? Never met him. Right. But you walk around here treating your brother and your sister or a stranger, anybody, mm-hmm. you know, you treating them like crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That ain't right, man. You know, and, and even with the human aspect of that, you're gonna make some mistakes with people. Yeah, being being a, go back to our first point, the accountability. accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that I can go to you and apologize because yeah. mm-hmm. I said something out of pocket to you, or I did something out of pocket to you. Yeah, and and I can ask you for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and we 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 lose that like the believers today. Mm-hmm. They're 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 more like the world, yeah. Than they are like him. Mm-hmm. But if you're calling yourself a Christian or whatever you call yourself, it, and, and you break that down, it's means follower of Christ, mm-hmm. yeah. follower of the Most High, yeah. follower of God. If you call yourself that, mm-hmm. will he do that? Will he behave the way that you behave? Yeah. Will he deal with the relationships? Because that's the most important thing we have in this world. Mm-hmm. It's our relationships, not our money, not our material exactly. thing. Mm-hmm. If you got a bunch of dead bodies behind you in your rear view, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Right. Yeah, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Thought, actions, and deeds, man. Your word is your greatest asset. If Thank I you. can't, you know, be truthful and straight up with you, then right. what good am I? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you can't believe, man, I don't want to be around somebody I can't trust. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, man, that's we we have to get back, like you said, be accountable. You know what I'm saying? Be don't be so quick to fly off the handle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, man, that's why patience. We don't commit. Right. I, I look at things like mm-hmm. not to cut you off. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, yeah. but thinking about the, when when things like the no contract plan started and mm-hmm. people not really wanting to commit to like buying homes and and the restructuring of like like even renting now. Mm-hmm. People are using Airbnb more than they're willing to sign leases now in some in a lot of major cities. That's crazy. And that goes back to our commitment and our relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't want the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the psychology behind that. We don't want responsibility yeah. for things and people. Yeah. And a lot of that is showcased in our relationship. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for mama and daddy to get on time with each other 
so our kids keep running off schedule. Right. It's going to be hard for that if we we scared to commit mm-hmm. to the responsibility that this is my relationship. It's not just on, even though you wronged me, right. it's still my responsibility to help fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Even if you did me dirty, you might have cheated, you might have lied on me, you might have did whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But this is our relationship, right. so when it's messed up, we both have to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it takes two to tango. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, we got to put forth the effort. But I like I like what you said and how you said it. We don't want to... We don't want the responsibility of, uh, you know, whatever the case, whatever the yeah. the case is. You know, I think this it's a saying that the kids have now. They call it adulting. Yeah, you know, where they're, you know, where they're being, adult. I don't know what that is. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been a man. I left my parents' home when I was 18 years old and I'm 45 now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the only time I go back is a visit. And I'm thankful to have been blessed to do that. Mm-hmm. But it took a whole lot of work. Mm-hmm. It takes a whole lot of work. You know what I'm saying? To, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to do these things. And like you said, man, we got to put in the time, energy and effort. You know, to to make these things work. Ain't nobody gonna give you nothing. That's another thing. Ain't nobody gonna give you nothing. That's what I try to instill in my daughters. I don't owe you nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? You grown now? Get out there and get it now. Understanding if you need help, I'm gonna always be daddy, so I'm always be here. You know what I'm saying? To help you, but I'm not just gonna give you nothing. You think just because you're here, you know, we're, remember back in the 90s when they started giving everybody participation trophies? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody <laughs> oh, get, oh, don't worry about it, little little Timmy. <laughs> Wasn't that, Good wasn't job, buddy. Did they have a big controversial the was it the WNBA or no the NCAA women's where you know only the person who won is getting invited to the White House and they was like let's invite both teams because they tried their best too oh that's crazy yeah, yeah I'm just like what, that, <laughs> what? I'm sorry man <laughs> they lost what some you people mean? need to be told you're not good enough for you're this. number two right until you get better get right. number two uh, make I, it work harder right. thank you <laughs> where's the grit at exactly the grit like we don't try harder like I wanna <laughs> I wanna get that trophy and I wanna be the only one shaking the president knowing exactly. that I've earned it yes yeah man that's I'm not the saying problem. that you don't earn it I mean you're not worthy of it or this today this year was not your year right next year maybe your year you know but just work hard. like yeah. that girl that track star girl Sharika, Shakari Richardson, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from the West Side too, I think. Well, no, she's from the South Side. Mm. Yeah, but she she came back and she did. She, you know, it's you got to do that. She wanted. I feel like in the beginning, before she matured, because this season we've seen her mature. Mm-hmm. She wanted what she earned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Before she was trying to get something that she didn't earn, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And the results is this this beautiful spirit that we saw come alive. Mm-hmm. The things that she said, the way she spoke, mm-hmm. all of that was like, wow, I like this girl now. Right. Mm-hmm. She got the right right mindset for for what she's uh, what's coming to her now. Right? Mm-hmm. And God sees that too. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be up here all braggadocious and feel entitled. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You got to earn so, it. Yeah, you got yeah. to. You know, I call it the hey buddy mentality. Hey buddy. Yeah. How you feel, little buddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that you can't, you know, be nice to kids because I'm not an ogre or whatever. But no, there is an order. People have a problem with authority. Yeah, you, you don't know what want I'm them as doctors, right? No, brother, they right. give you a pass. You yeah. don't know what you're giving me right now, right? <laughs> and that's what you know. Don't before me on the curb. Before I left work, that's what I was starting to see within, mm-hmm. you know, the HVAC field. You know, going into apartment maintenance and stuff like that, I would see a lot of guys who, you know, would cheat, 
you know, get the answers or whatever, pass the class, then you get to you get here with me and you don't know nothing. So now I got to go back and recheck your work to make sure that you're doing, you know, job enough to get paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? And people just don't have a work ethic, man. They want everything given to them. You just want it instant, that instant, you know, instant gratification, instantaneously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, some you of my like greatest... Champion, even if you chill, you can't. Right, right. You can't feel like Michael Jordan. Right. You didn't do what Michael Jordan did to get there. Exactly. Uh, you know? I always think about... Gone. Who? <laughs> uh oh, we didn't touch, touch the nerve. Nah. <laughs> not only is it, it, you know we talk top five, we talk about number one of all time. For sure. But go ahead. For sure. Go ahead. Number one. Huh? Who you said? Who? Michael Jordan. He top three. No, I'm inclined to agree, Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just growing up watching him and seeing you know what he had to overcome because being growing up a Bulls fan. I still don't like the Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. because of how they used to bully the Bulls back in the early 80s. I hate their colors. Man, for real. You know, I still don't like Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambert. How do I still know these men's names 30, 40 years? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah. But they had to overcome that adversity. You know what I'm saying? Scottie Pippen had to stop getting beat up by John Sally and Dennis Rodman, you know, back Larry in the game. Yeah. yeah, Larry Johnson, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. So that it, you have to overcome. You know what I'm saying? You have to overcome adversity. Like I said, anything worth having is worth fighting for, man. You yeah. got to fight for this every day. Everything. And if we are so serious about the restoration of our communities, yeah, we can't just have conversations about it. Exactly. That means that you know, if you're listening, mm-hmm. you go out. You, you try to improve the culture in your home first. First, mm-hmm. you actually you actively do things to change things because if this turns into a two-parent household, your neighbors turn into a two-parent household, now our streets have to mimic Mm -hmm. what we have going on in our home. Mm -hmm. In our homes, we're mimicking the streets. Mm -hmm. Right. We got to mimic, we got to make them reflect on what we doing. Mm -hmm. And that's what our communities used to be. Mm -hmm. That's what we used to be. Yeah, it's a meme my wife showed me where somebody was like, remember when black people used to get dressed up to go out to the store? You know, I always like looking at those early pictures like in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s to, you know, even in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? You still had those, you know, that professionalism. You felt proud to, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter what your job was. Tuck your shirt in. Man, for real. Pull your britches up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. But Like Pac said, we went from brothers and sisters to niggas and bitches. For real. Yeah. For real. Straight up, that's what we're seeing now. Yeah. Yep, and we got to kill that nigga mentality, man, because it ain't it ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna remain in a in a perpetually dead mindset, man. Yeah. You know, always wanting to be given something as opposed to getting up to quote a to quote a a, a, a local uh, rap group. You got to get up, get out, and get something. Yes, you sir. know what I'm saying? Yes, I sir. mean, hey, it's one of my favorite Diddy songs. Yo, for real, they they in my top five. Yes, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yeah, they in top five. Yes, sir. They in mine too. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. You we'll know, talk about them top five. Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That might be that might be another. That, no, that has to be another show altogether because we can get into the whole conscious dynamic versus the gangster dynamic versus you know what I'm saying the party dynamic. All of these different you know uh, uh, genres, if you will, mm-hmm. you know that have shaped us to where you know that have brought us to where we are today. And those those things live with me for real. Live with me. I never get let go of the hate you gave little babies. Mm-hmm. F's everyone. Mm-hmm. I never let go of never ignorant getting goals accomplished. 
You know how many people don't even know that song, Violent? That was like Tupac's best song. I got that on my phone now. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those those things matter. Yeah. It's like the consciousness of our people. Yeah. You know, it used to be a thing to walk around with a Malcolm X hat. For yeah. real. You uh, used to get in trouble in the wrong neighborhood at the mall with those hats. The medallions. The medallions. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I was looking for one last yeah. year. Yeah. Like, they got some out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. They got some people that still there and, and embodying not just a Kevin Samuel, Shiraz Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, remembering those people's legacies. And Shiraz is still with us. I don't oh, want yeah. to talk about it like she's dead. Right, but, right, right. But, you know, every time we get somebody that kind of shakes up, even with Bill Cosby, yeah. Yeah. We, we threw him away when he got on the Black Caucus, um, when he was invited to the Black Caucus that was live on CNN, and he was telling us how to behave on jobs and in our community. And we took we, we always take those things you negatively. You scoffed at your elder, yeah. and you talked about him. Mm-hmm. That was an elder. Yeah. That's no different than somebody, granddaddy, uncle, or father getting up there telling you what you what you should, what be, should be doing. Corrected. Yeah, yeah, man. And those are things that need to be corrected. Mm-hmm. If you disagree with the the way that they 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 share the information, okay, that's a com- that's a sidebar conversation. Right. Hey, brother, do you mind if I talk to you over here for a second? Right. But the what they said and what these people are saying is not wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. The lyrics and common songs mm-hmm. and, 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 and the things that, that, that we common should. Common also on my top five. <laughs> <laughs> eh, top ten for me. I'm but, from Chicago. Though. Yeah, yeah, you got <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. How you view Ye? I Ooh, like. He's arrogant. He's very arrogant. Who? And yeah. uh, Kanye. Kanye. That documentary that they did on him was very telling. His mother. When uh, she interviewed him, she said he thinks very highly of himself. And that right there, no true words. When your own mama say that about you, then you need to do some self-realization. You need to look at yourself in the mirror. Now, college dropout Kanye, I like. I don't like this person now. Yeah, whatever he calls himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I like the college dropout because that's who he really was. You know what I'm saying? Just like I, I like I didn't like Death Row Tupac. I like Me Against the World, Tupac. I like Tupacalypse, Tupac. You know what I'm saying? I like that, Tupac. I like The Son of a Panther, Tupac. I like that, you know what I'm saying? Because we have to be conscious of the things that we say and the energy that we put out. What we project, to, especially if you got a platform, man. Mm -hmm. You know, it's babies looking at you. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Uh, listening to X Clan as a kid, listening to the man, hey, I'm gonna tell hey, I'm gonna take you back, man. And we ain't even got on the soul music yet. Oh no, yeah, we ain't even got on like the soul music, the no. Temps, and you know what I'm saying, uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, and Gladys Knight. By the rip. Also on my top five, Gladys Gladys Knight singer. Yes, yeah, Hush. I could come. Well, see, we I'm yeah. getting I'm getting distracted now. But yeah, man, we need to we need to return back to that to you know to to put well, it in you're the first rapper that ever was uh, ever recorded, James Brown. Oh yeah, a, a genius. <laughs> my my favorite song with the one uh, gonna have a funky good time. He was conducting. He was conducting that song as they as they were going. When you listen to him, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna call old Fred in, and he gonna blow it, blow about two chords." He's directing them as they're doing it, like man. Yeah, yeah, that's skill. Yeah. You know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I could sit up here and talk with y'all brothers all day, yeah. man. I really I really enjoyed this, man. And yeah, if y'all yeah. had me back. 
you know, I wouldn't mind coming back. You know, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed this, man. And that puts a button on our today's conversation. We're gonna thank Brother Mouche, yeah, man, stopping by here. I really appreciate it. What was the book name again? Oh, shoot, uh, real quick, since we're talking about the book club, I got uh, I got a couple of them, the Bible first. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. Before leaving you know Earth. What I'm <laughs> I told I told that uh, was the last podcast. Or Killer Creeks in my top ten. Wu Tang. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, these are some these are some that kind of got me going. First mm-hmm. off, the making of the Willie Lynch letter. Oh, the Willie Lynch letter and the making of the slave man. I, this is oh. the the first one that I bought, and this book is old, man. I I remember. My mama wouldn't let me go to the Million Man March. I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go with my cousin. She wouldn't oh, let me go. I to go. But I went to mm-hmm. the Millions More Movement mm-hmm. in 2000. And then you I went, went to, to the... Yeah, and then I went to... Because I was in the Army the sign-up sheets. Though. Yeah. I did the sign-up sheets. Yeah. I didn't go, but I did the sign-up Yeah, sheets. and then mm-hmm. I went to the Million Family in 2004. I did the sign-up yeah. sheets. Yeah, man. Moved, but I just kept signing <laughs> yeah. people up. But see, you know, I'm not a Muslim. I'm no. not a Christian. But I can come here and I can talk to you, brothers, and we can reason within the scriptures mm. and we can come to an understanding. Right. That's what we need to do. But before I get too sidetracked, because I'm going to start yeah. something else. From Babylon to Timbuktu was another good one, you know, uh, written by Rudolph Windsor. You know what I'm saying? This talks about, you know, the children of Israel are exiled from going all the way back to uh, 70 after the common era when we were ousted out of our land. And chronicle, it chronicalizes our time in different communities on the continent of Africa and then over here in America. Okay. The Valley of the Dry Bones is another good one written by that same author, uh, Rudolph Windsor. Rudolph yeah, Rudolph uh, Windsor. Yeah, man. that people, Rudolph and Win- Winsler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hebrewisms of West Africa. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another good one is They Came Before Columbus by Ivan Van Sertima. The first book I read was when I was in eighth, well, the first book like this I read back in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um not what is it george gm james stolen legacy anthony browder now valley contributions to a civilization um Did you ever read negro uh nigga yeah volume that? one and two yeah okay. i ended up giving it to my buddy who stay in england man and you know he you know he i i pray he did the right thing with it but yeah man that's <laughs> Black woman's guide to understand the black man. Mm-hmm. Written uh, by yeah, Sister Shaharazad Ali. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, man. But you know, these are the things. Yeah. So if hey, I'm down with you on that book on that book club thing, man. We like if you're serious about, it. about, yeah, we, we can we chop it up. It. Yeah, we'll figure out how to structure it. Yeah, and put it out there. And community involvement, man. Look, hey, if y'all serious about this life, man, let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like Big Man was saying. Look, we can talk till we blue in the face, man. But it's gonna take some, you know, some some some. Concrete solutions, not just yep. abstract ideas. We need to get out there and we need to do something, man. You know, get out there, hey, show yeah. your faith, you know, yeah. through your through your works. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you stopping by, brother. Sure. Oh, man, I, and, I uh, enjoyed this, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, as always, got brother Nick in here. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? And your boy G, George and Trisha's son. <laughs> and, uh, you got to give them some shout-outs, my, my, my little angels. Yes. And, uh... You know, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Mm-hmm. These are our two cents. Spend them and save them. No doubt. Like, share, comment. Talk some, talk amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't really want to engage in the platform like that, talk amongst yourselves. Have these conversations in your communities, in your households, with your friends. No that work if you can. <laughs> no don't doubt. don't lose your job. <laughs> you got to pay for it. We want you to keep listening to us. Now, don't get you the internet turned off. <laughs> <laughs> peace, y'all. Always love. We out of here. Peace, peace.